Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. You'll remember back around Purim time, our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, who have been uh, sponsoring amazing special events for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network, uh, they joined us live via telephone to discuss uh, safety. To discuss safety, they they'd prefer they'd prefer if they had the less business and more safe and sound people over any holiday, Purim, Pesach, etc. Uh, then God forbid the opposite. And there's uh, there are plenty of safety considerations to keep in mind as we get closer and closer to the holiday of Pesach. Uh, the Rothenberg Law Firm, you'll find them, at, find them at InjuryLawyer.com, InjuryLawyer.com, with us live via telephone. The person who's been running their Hackensack, New Jersey office for the last 11 years, Melissa Rothenberg Kapustin. Melissa, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. I need you to reiterate this for our audience. As much as you guys are experts in the... Uh, in the field of law, and they're certainly willing to help anybody who gets into a really difficult situation, whatever the case may be, injury, etc., you would prefer, and your entire group would prefer, if everybody stayed as safe as possible and never would need to call you. Am I right about this? Absolutely. Definitely don't want anyone having to call us, especially during these times when there's so much stress and so many kids around and so many preparations happening best to be safe than having to need us at this time. That's for sure. And as we've said many, many times on this program, uh, that is uh, the goal, the first goal of uh, the Rothenberg Law Firm is to serve the community and to remind everybody about how to stay safe and stay in a, a safe situation, as we heard on Purim, uh, right before Purim. And uh, that secondly, of course, if God forbid anything does happen, they are there to use their expertise to help anybody out there. You can go to injurylawyer.com for information, folks. Injurylawyer.com. Melissa, I'm going to start with uh, with some of the things that have been that have been published. People don't even realize what's going on this week in every Jewish home around the world, frankly. And um, I don't think it's a secret that over 50 percent of uh, of fires um, in apartments and over 25% of fires in private homes start in the kitchen. And boy, is there a lot of kitchen activity. So we're reminding people today, number one, to stay in the kitchen and never leave cooking food unattended. Uh, we encourage people who are cooking in the kitchen to wear tight or snug fitting sleeves. Loose sleeves have an opportunity to unfortunately catch on fire when handling boiling water, anything at high temperatures, of course, take extra precaution. Try not to become distracted when you're attending to children or answering phone calls, etc., which I know is a big, big challenge. Here's a recommendation to create a kid-free zone of at least three feet around your stove and keep the area clear of towels, papers, anything that can burn. Of course, the pot handles want to be turned inward, facing the wall, not giving anybody the possibility of spilling anything, having a hot pot or a, or a lid uh, a, a fall and, God forbid, burn someone. And, of course, uh, the most important thing is to treat burns immediately with cold running water and medical attention as best as possible. Um, I, I guess there, I mean, there are so many things. I just went through a whole bunch. There are so many things to remind people about as this holiday progresses. Uh, the kitchen is certainly one of the most important areas. And um, uh, you've seen from your experience what, God forbid, could occur when one of these things uh, gets out of hand and is not handled Properly, so I guess I guess we turn to you with your expertise to remind everybody that you could unfortunately describe the type of situation people get into, and that they really should try to stay as safe as possible. Yes, absolutely, and 
all of those safety tips that you gave over for sure should definitely be adhered to and other aspects that people should pay attention to. In, in terms of the kid-free zone, that's a must. As much as you walk in the house and, again, you know, you get home from work or your child's screaming and they want you to hold them or they want to be in the kitchen and helping you, the idea to keep them as far away from the stovetop, from the oven, from any of the hot water that you're pouring on your countertops or your sinks, etc., is an absolute must. The other thing to keep in mind is that during the Hagim, we always have our hot water urns out, and that is a very big safety hazard. Unfortunately, we've seen countless children who have been burned by water that either the hot water urn turns over or they climb on the counter and knock it over, and that is something that I guess people don't necessarily realize how much of a danger it is. But when you're looking to buy your Pesadic hot water urn, just make sure it's a safe one and also make sure to keep your children as far away from it as possible. There have been too many pre-yumtov and on-yumtov burns from the hot water urns that people, again, don't necessarily view as so much of a danger. Melissa Rothenberg-Kapustin is with us, Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. We're just trying to give some safety tips. This is something we do with assorted people before holidays. This year, uh, we've asked the Rothenberg Law Firm to join us for this with their expertise at seeing, unfortunately, seeing some terrible disasters uh, because of uh, negligence or accidents. Um, also, we, um, we, we have to stress, and it is, uh, you know, again, <laughs> we, we try to balance, we try to balance safety and tradition. Um, but Melissa, you and I and other people involved in the community can certainly relate terrible, tragic stories that we have heard in reference to tomorrow night. What I mean, of course, is that traditionally a candle is used for the searching of the chametz. Uh, again, we are not here to serve as rabbinic advisors, but I would suggest to people that if they think that it can get out of hand or they think that uh, uh, that it would prevent you know young children from their desire to participate by holding the candle and God forbid God knows uh, what may happen, um, you know we may want to recommend that uh, you speak to your rabbis by using other means, flashlights, etc. Uh, but this has been <clears throat> just like on Hanukkah, we see tragedies from standing candles that end up. Uh, lighting up the things we don't want them to. Um, uh, when it comes to Badika's chametz, the search for the chametz, we have also heard of terrible tragedies, and um, and to say they changed the lives of uh, of people and families is an understatement. So join me, please, Melissa, in reminding people that tomorrow night, being an amazing tradition, a beautiful one, has to be done in the safest way possible. Indeed, indeed. In in terms of that. Using a candle, if you're using it, just make sure your child doesn't get a hold of it. You know, you, you can lo- ask your local rabbi, and, and we're going to reiterate that. Um, but if you are using it, absolutely keep your child as far away. And there are certain ages that, you know, when the child gets to, they may grab it out of your hand or may want to just walk around with the candle, but it's not a great idea. So just stay safe on that as well. All right, what can you tell us about, and this has been such an issue for decades in this country, frankly, and it seems to always affect our community more than others because of the, uh, uh, again, because of the uh, common practice that we have uh, before Pesach of of going crazy about Pesach cleaning. What can you tell us about cleaning supplies, uh, about what's come across your desk in the past when it's come to uh, companies that have products that are really, really dangerous for both children and adults, and we, as children and adults, may not realize that. What could you tell us about the whole cleaning supplies area? Well, one of the first cases I ever handled in my office was 
a three-year-old child got a hold of some cleaning supplies and sprayed his one-year-old brother oh. with the cleaning material. Oh. And the child sustained second-degree burns and scarring that will last him for the rest of his life, unfortunately. <laughs> so those are things that, again, people aren't necessarily aware of. You know, you see the warnings on the back, and some actually, some products don't even have the warnings, just how much these products can harm children's skin especially, but even adults whether it's, you know, harming eyes and the fumes can make people really sick afterwards. Obviously, take precautions when you're using them and lock up all of your cleaning products. Please don't leave them on your countertops so that your children can climb up and use them as guns, you know, instead of their Nerf guns, using their <laughs> the Windex and the Lysol, spritzing their younger brother or younger sister, because that's not something that, you know, is a toy. It really, really could cause a problem. As I said, the permanent scarring that that poor one-year-old sustained, something that you never, ever want to happen to your own child. By the way, and, and, and you may have said this in your opening on this issue, but I want to reiterate it if you did. Uh, am I right that in a lot of these cases that you just described, parents don't even realize that their children are burned? It's not like they, they would feel it right away or that they would see it right away. Am I right about that? Yeah, 100%. You don't necessarily see it. I mean, the child may start screaming, right. but you might not even realize whether they're screaming because they're burnt or they're screaming because, you know, their older sibling just attacked them with a spritz bottle of sorts. But, yeah, absolutely. It's only after the fact when you can take a look at really the, the redness, sometimes the swelling or the pain that the child says or tries to express that they're in. Look, it's an amazing holiday. It is an amazing holiday, and we all know the pluses and the benefits, et cetera, and how great a family holiday it is. But there are situations out there that really can get out of hand and unfortunately very, very dangerous. And as you said, when it comes to the cleaning supplies, uh, you guys are, are one of the calls that people make because uh, there, there is somebody who is responsible for that, uh, whether they're doing the warnings properly, whether they've uh, advertised their product properly, et cetera, et cetera. And there are other cases and situations as well. Uh, with people you would need your services. Anything else we should know or uh, essentially between fire and and cleaning supplies, we've ad- fire and and I should say cooking food and cleaning supplies. We've essentially addressed uh, the most prevalent uh, aspects of safety for this holiday. Yeah, I think we've addressed mostly all of the aspects of safety. One other thing, which is somewhat minor to some but major to others, is a food allergy problem that some people have, especially during Pesach time. If mm. your child allergic to nuts or eggs, uh, the products that are out for you know, Koshla Pesach products are filled with the nut products and egg products, and some of them are labeled, and if they're produced in the United States of America, they have to contain the warning label that it contains whatever allergens. But not necessarily all products from every country do have the same standard. So that's something to keep in mind. Just, again, if you have a child who is heavily allergic, to make sure you keep that in mind before you do feed your child any product, especially without any label warning of any allergens. Very good point. Add that to the 2018 list. <laughs> I don't think we were talking about that 20 years ago, but today you're 100% right. That is one area uh, that has become prevalent and that parents are paying a lot more attention to. Melissa rothenberg Capistin from the Rothenberg Law Firm. You can go to InjuryLawyer.com for information about the work that they do or call them at 1-888-651-3781, 888-651-3781. I'm glad and I'm very happy that you and your uh, firm were able to join us for this safety segment, and I take this opportunity to wish you and the entire staff and your families a Chag Kasher V'Sameach and to continue to do great work in the community. Thank you, and a Chag Kasher V'Sameach to you as well. Greatly appreciate that. Wednesday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up as we continue at JM in the AM. <laughs> 